Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Last week, we focused on how to handle manipulators. I mentioned that we would focus on how to say no when we were talking about that last week. So that's what we're going to do today. Remember, we talked about how do we communicate with people that hoard the conversation time to control the topic? What do we do when someone constantly interrupts to cut us off, to cut us off to contribute to the conversation? And what do we do with someone who gives us unsolicited advice? What do we do with someone who's constantly managing someone down to make themselves look good? What do we do with someone who uses generalizations when communicating, including words like everyone feels that way. No one has had that problem, but you, and so on. So let's go back to last week's example. An executive team leader has asked a leader to do a project that requires a bit of a change for the leader's union. The executive gave the leader the steps in the protocol and said, go forth and do. The leader asked the executive leader for deeper conversation to help the leader understand why this change is important, the potential implications of the change and the possible opportunities. The leader asked to see examples when other units have applied the change so that the leader could learn from the examples. Last week, I referred to the work of Preston Nye for recommendations on how the leader could deal with that situation. And if you remember, I referred to Eight tips from his article in Psychology Today, how to spot and stop manipulators. Eight tips for keeping them at a distance or breaking free. And when dealing with manipulators, here's what he said. Know your fundamental rights when you are beginning to be violated so that you can establish your boundaries. When possible, keep your distance from the manipulator. Avoid personalizing what is occurring or blaming yourself. When something is not going right, don't blame yourself to satisfy the manipulator. And focus the manipulator by probing questions. Remember the probing questions were something like, does this request seem reasonable to you? What are you, you're asking me to do this. Does this seem reasonable? Does what you want from me sound fair? Do, do I have a say in this? Are you asking me or are you telling me to do this? What do I or our team get out of this? You know, why, why are we doing this? The goal is to probe so that the manipulator possibly could hold up the mirror. If manipulators have a degree of self-awareness, they'll likely back down and become more open and for productive solution finding. But on the other hand, if manipulators dismiss the questions and insist on getting the way, remember, Nye suggests that we needed to take some next set of steps. And these tips and steps are more serious. You know, instead of responding right away, say things like, let me think about it, instead of coming right at the manipulator and saying something maybe you wish you wouldn't have said or, you know, agreed to something. Know how to say no diplomatically, but firmly. Today, I'm going to focus on this recommendation by digging deeper into how we can frame the conversation with saying no and stand up to the manipulator rather than remaining passive or compliant. You know, when needed, set consequences that give pause to the manipulative individual and move to the outcome of shifting the manipulator's behavior. That's what we're trying to do. 
And remember, in our organizations, when we're working alongside colleagues who are exhibiting manipulative behaviors, I recommend that you work with your human resources team members. Let them help you navigate moving through these tips. You don't have to go this alone. You'll get help. In this episode, I'll revisit the scenario and provide a possible approach to confronting the manipulator outline in nice tips when the first four are not moving the manipulator away from the negative behaviors. Continuing with Nye's recommendations, he suggests using assertive yet diplomatic approaches to address the manipulator. The key is to use I or it statements. They are more difficult for the manipulator to dispute. If someone is persistent, wanting you to do what they want, keep repeating no using any combination of I or it statements. Hold your ground until the person realizes you mean what you say. Here's some sample statements. I prefer to. I prefer not to. It doesn't work for me that. Unfortunately, I'm not. I'm uncomfortable with. I made a promise to myself that. Let's go back to the scenario with the executive leader and leader. Remember, the executive is asking the leader to make a significant change within the leader's unit. The leader has asked for information to help understand the value of the change potential issues to solve, and the implications of the change. The leader is not resisting the change. The leader wants to be able to know what they are leading, what they're changing is a good business decision, and that they're able to explain why the decision is being made. The leader wants to communicate with the team in an open and transparent way to reduce the team's anxiety. So here's how the leader can say no to the executive and moving forward without the request being acknowledged and the outcome of the request being positive. After being given the directive over and over again, the leader says to the executive leader, I prefer to move forward in a way that I understand why we are requesting this change. Why are you requesting this change? Is it a significant one for our team? To move forward, I need some questions answered to ensure this is a good decision in the, in the way that you're proposing. The executive says, the process is one we use when making the change. Everyone does it this way. The leader says, it doesn't work for me. I'm responsible for the results of my business unit. Before I move forward, I, I need to have a clear understanding of the implications of this change. The executive continues to talk without not acknowledging the crest, just continues to talk and talk and talk. The leader says to the executive, I need to interrupt. I made a promise to myself that I would always be open and transparent with my team. Without gaining answers to the questions I've asked, I'm uncomfortable with moving forward with the change process you're asking me to do with the team I lead. I need for certain questions to be answered before I move forward with the change or we meet again. And so the executive leader says, you send me a list of questions. The leader says, by the end of day tomorrow, I'll provide the list of questions and a timeline for answering each one. We can then use this list of questions at our future meetings as part of our agenda. The executive says to the leader, I understand that you need to have this information and your thoughts are not represented on the executive council. And since I'm on that council, I'll make sure your concerns are heard. I understand this is difficult. I don't, I don't think others on the team realize it. The leader ends the meeting staying on point and saying, 
I am only comfortable moving forward with the changes you are requesting if changes represent a good business decision. If we see gaps or barriers, we can address those to get a good outcome. Now I realize this is a scenario and only a scenario, but I hope that you can take something away from the example. The key here is confronting the manipulator in a firm, diplomatic way using I and it statements. At times, the manipulator will respond to this approach and at other times, the manipulator will not. If the manipulator continues with the controlling behavior, work with someone in your organization to help you. When someone has control of us to the extent that our actions negatively impact the organization because of someone's demands, or impacts our team and others, we have to address the manipulator. If needed, get help to address the person. You know, addressing the manipulator by saying no to a demand may change the direction and benefit others in the organization. That's what we're trying to get as the positive outcome. The key to this episode is how we address a manipulator by saying no. If you're working with a person who is a manipulator, know your boundaries and take control. You have the right to do that. You have the right to take control. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great day.